On the line with us right now from Fox Sports, the lead NFL announcer. You'll hear him on the big NFC Championship game this weekend. Lions and 49ers, of course, also part of the MLB broadcast, the uh, studio host with Big Poppy, A-Rod, Jeter, you name it. It's Kevin Burkhart with us, and Kevin, it's championship weekend, and I'm sure every game is fun for you, but you got to do the Super Bowl a year ago, nothing compares, but I would think this weekend, that that's kind of fun, isn't it, knowing you're leading into a game like this? Yeah, I mean, I think every Sunday is fun, but, uh, you know, the playoffs are something else. We had a we had a really great one last week, you know, Packers and 49ers, and it's just it's so cool to do these games with these iconic teams, and then, you know, a game goes down the wire and it's pouring rain. It's, you know, it's a privilege. It really is. So I, I, I think this week's going to be a blast. I mean, there's so many storylines in it. Obviously, you know, can Kyle Shanahan's 49ers finally get over the hump? They've been so good for so long. They're in the championship every single year. And then, my goodness, I mean, the Lions have never made a Super Bowl, right? I mean, like, think about what the city of Detroit is feeling right now with all that on their shoulders. I think it's such an amazing turnaround for that organization, and they're in kind of rarefied air. So um, I think it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. There's just so many storylines in this game to watch. Have you had many Lions games this year? I'm trying to think. They've, I'm trying to think. Maybe we had a couple, maybe? Yeah, we've done them three times, uh, and we actually have had them a good amount of times since then uh, Campbell took over. So we're familiar with them and their team and their staff. And, um, you know, I know Greg Olson, my partner, is really fond of Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator. I think he does a fantastic job. And, you know, I, I think they are very, very good offensively. they got one of the best offensive lines in the league, kind of unheralded, although they're starting to get some credit now because they're in the championship game. I think Jared Goff is having, if not the best, one of the best years of his career, and I feel good for him. You know, it's kind of, you know, a, a renaissance tour for him after the Rams kind of, he said, all right, we're done with you, and they go in a Super Bowl at Stafford. And, you know, many thought he was just going to be a stopgap, and they, you know, they cut him, and it turns out he's a franchise quarterback. So it, I, I think it's just an awesome story for him. I think the question is defensively, can they do enough to slow down San Francisco? Green Bay did a great job with that. Um, mainly with their front uh, on defense. I, I think that is going to be the question to answer uh, in this game. Is Dan Campbell as energetic when he meets with you guys, your production meetings? Are you ready to run through the wall after? I mean, he seems like he doesn't turn off that persona. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's maybe a notch below, um, but he's always super positive. And, and what you see is what you get with him. I think that's why it's kind of worked. I, I think... Look, the beauty of the Lions is they have taken on the persona of that city, right? Blue-collar, grinders, you know, kind of work your way back, uh, you know, to you know being a good team. It had been so long. Um, all of those things. And I think Campbell, you know, we always you know joked about the kneecap-biting thing in his first press conference, but I think the idea was that they were going to grind and fight, and, 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 you know, that doesn't necessarily work in every city, right? Like, uh, you know, I'm in L.A. Do people care about a team that grinds and fights? I'm not so sure that's the case. But in a city like Detroit, I think it matters. I think it, I think it resonates there. So um, I, I just think that whole persona has worked. And I think besides all the persona, I think he's a heck of a football coach. And guys really like him and trust him. And, he, you know, he's built the program there. So that's the most important thing. Now, Lynch in San Francisco, did you work with him at Fox? Was he your guy in the booth? Oh, yeah, I worked with him for four years. He was, uh, you know, he John's a good friend, and, yeah, the first four years of my uh, time at Fox, he was my partner. 
So he should slide you all kinds of inside intel, right? At this point, this is where <laughs> that pays off. Now, I'm guessing he wouldn't, but I was thinking that. You know him well. Had he ever considered? I mean, I feel like he was always being offered more TV gigs. Maybe it was Amazon, but hes I think he's in the right spot. He's a football guy, and even though he's a great announcer, he's in the perfect spot. Yeah, he, he missed the competition when he was doing TV. He was great on TV. But he missed the competition of it all, and you know the um, you know the wins and losses, and that's what a lot of guys struggle with when they retire. So I think he could have done either. Obviously, he was doing TV very, very well, um, and this was not something that was on his radar for long. It kind of happened rather quickly, but we've done a better job than him at assembling an unbelievable team and being good every single year. I mean, every year that their quarterback has stayed healthy, they've essentially been in the title game. It's pretty hard to do. Um, so I'm happy for him. He's the best, and you know. But as you know, like they've had all this success, but you know they got to win one. This is all great, and it's been amazing their run. But if they win one, it's the cherry on top, and then it kind of solidifies it. So there's a lot of pressure on them. Now I mentioned you did the Super Bowl last year, uh, rave reviews. Once you've gotten through that. Is is there less pressure at what you do, even though you know this weekend, I mean, it'll be 40, 50 million, 60 million, whatever the number ends up being, a ton of people will be watching. But once you've done a Super Bowl, does that sort of like take that pressure off? Yeah, I, I think it does. You know, i got to be honest, Warren, I've never done a game to be like, ooh, like i, I got to be better today. There's going to be 45 million people watching. I think if you do that, that's just a recipe for disaster. Um. But, like, I'd be lying if I, you know, like, doing the Super Bowl, leading up to it was the nerve-wracking part. Like, the week of, uh, that was the tough part. Once the game started, um, I know others have said this, but it truly, it, it, it truly felt like every other game. Because you're just into the game. You're doing your thing. You're not thinking about, like, oh, my God, 115 million people are watching this, and we're, we got to do this. Like, you just do what you do every single week, and, you know... A good game and, and hope you're on and, and, and you know, having a good day. That's, that's really Yeah, does that next year make everything easier? Of course. <laughs> like, it's not going to get more nerve wracking than that. So, look, I always get like a little excited for the games, but for me, that's a good thing. Like, that's a, an energy thing and a, and, and a good thing. Like, I, I, I want to have that for me personally. Do you see the reviews? Does anyone in the family, do you have a cousin and uncle or relatives like, oh, no, they said this about your, oh, this was a nice one over here. Does anybody ever tell you? Do you ever see it? Yeah, I mean, I see that stuff. I mean, I, it, look, it's it's obviously nice when people say nice things or write nice things, but there's plenty of other things that are written or said which are the other way, and I, it, it's not going to affect the way I do things or who I am. And honestly, you know, social media for every nice comment or for every humane comment, it's just kind of like it doesn't matter what you do. You just, it's just you know, fans are going to be pissed if their team loses, right? So uh, I know that, and I'm smart enough to understand that. So I see it. I don't see all of it, but I, I see a good amount of it, um, and it's fine. It comes with – it totally comes with the job. I, it's not going to change. It hasn't changed. It will not change how I approach things. I mean, I, I know you know that. You, you you live in that world, right? It's, it's just different than it used to be, and, uh, you know, it's – it is what it is. I still try to be, you know, respond to people when I can, kind to people when I can, and yeah, I mean, you know, when your when their team loses, you're gonna get you're gonna get crap for it, no matter how good or bad you were that day. 
Well, and I, I've always said that if somebody has an opinion about me, I can't argue that. If they email me or tweet at me, you know, you're, you're stupid, you're not funny, you're fat, whatever. Like, I'm not going to argue, but if it's a factual mistake, hey, you said this. I'm like, well, no, actually, I never said that. I will never respond unless it's factually uh, incorrect. But I would say in Kevin Burkhardt's world, very few critics. NFL on Fox this Sunday, the championship game, Lions and 49ers see it locally. At 5.30, we had Dick Vermeil on the show earlier this week, so I go to Wikipedia with all the guests just to see, although much of it's inaccurate. It said, Kevin Burkhart, growing up in New Jersey, was an Eagles fan because of a mascot, a stuffed animal mascot he got on the Sears catalog. Is that possibly correct? That was on Wikipedia, huh? Yes. <laughs> um, that's, that's actually correct. I, I, You know, it probably came out during the Super Bowl because, you know, a lot of people obviously are doing articles and we're doing interviews and... <laughs> Um, but that is correct. Yeah. When, you know, back in the day when there was no internet and, um, you know, I grew up in North Jersey and so my family was Giants fans. And, um, so I would always watch football and the, you know, I kind of like the Eagles and, and, and for whatever reason, even though they got, you know, their, their, their backsides beat up by the Giants most days, poor Ron Jaworski, who I love growing up, just gets sacked by Lawrence Taylor all the time. But, you know, they had these things called NFL huddles. And at the time, like, yeah, you get the catalogs from the big department stores, and, like, they had certain things. I don't remember if it was Sears or JCPenney, but they had this eagle-stuffed animal that, you know, Santa got me one year, and uh, I loved it, and I became an eagle fan. And, you know, once you once you make that choice, as you well know, you stick with it, right? So uh, that is actually true. Pretty, pretty funny stuff. How about that? Wikipedia got one right, because sometimes I'll read in here, and I'm like, there's no way that's true. Then I'll tell the guests, and they'll say, that's actually... Not true. They're confused about the year you were born. It says either 73 or 74. That's another one they're confused about. Um, what else here? Oh, it says that you host a show called Alone on History Channel's reality a re- reunion show. I'm sorry. Is that right? Host a show called Reunion? I, I had I had done that in the past. Yeah, okay. That's correct. I don't know who writes those. Right. I, mean, I, think, random people, I think random people do. Yeah, I mean, generally, I found that a lot of that stuff. Like, I've been on there, like, just looking up things, and I always double check it. But generally, <laughs> generally, it's relatively accurate. But I, there was one. This is actually pretty funny. I, there was for a time. I think it's been since taken down. Um, that they had me with a son and a daughter. I, I don't have a daughter. I have one son. And, like, I had people being like, "Oh, how's your how's your daughter doing?" I'm like, I don't have a daughter. Where's that coming from? <laughs> and then I found out that it was on Wikipedia. Like, someone put the you know so. Uh, to your point, uh, it's not always correct, but that particular bit of information is right. That's true. Right, I hate to tell you, it still has you with two children on here. It does. It does still, it really? Oh, yes. well, there you go. I guess, we'll, I guess there we'll is. Have, I uh, know you know what? That That's a good project for our buddy Mitch Smith. He can get to Wikipedia and have them correct this, or he'll figure out a way. Uh, the, the world can do anything. Yes. I, I have full belief in <laughs> Mitch's ability to do anything, uh, you know, whether it's uh, – on the record, off the record, you know, <laughs> you name it, that guy can get it done. The one and only Mitch Smith in the booth with our guy Kevin Burkhart. Because of your celebrity now with this job that you have, do you meet guys like Jaworski or do you run into people who were football heroes and they know who you are or you're able to make conversation with people you would have never, otherwise never met because of what you're doing now? Or are you running into people? Because the, the more you're in a higher profile job now than even two years ago. Yeah, you you definitely do, and that's really cool, and that stuff isn't lost on me, right? Because I'm mean, I'm a fan. That's the reason I got into this, right? So uh, I love that stuff. Um, you know, like I, I was, uh, you know, 
I don't remember when this was. Maybe it was last year. Um, you know, I was doing an Eagles game, and uh, I was on the field before the game talking to Mike Quake and Harold Carmichael, the Hall of Famer. And I'm like, if I, I'm like, if, if eight year old me would, you know, would be in this spot right now, I would like lose my mind, right? Like, so I just transferred back to like being a kid and growing up, and, and that's that's really cool. I've had, yeah, I've had, I've had an opportunity to meet some people that I really admire growing up, and that's a neat little perk of the job. It's, it's even cooler when they watch you and see, you know, your work on TV, which is cool. So yeah, it's 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 pretty. Listen, I still have. I mean, I do this because I grew up a fan and I, I I love sports, right? So like that part is that part is still very much in me. You don't. I I haven't lost that. Like it's it's still a big part of who I am. And do you think if Tom Brady follows through, the next year he's your partner in the booth? Does that raise the fishbowl quotient there? Does that make it even? more of a celebrity role or like have you thought about what that could be like i i mean i haven't thought about it i i don't I, i'm sure there'll be plenty of people watching but you know we just did the last two weeks and 80 million people watched the two games i don't know how many more people can watch um so you know i uh i, I don't know I, I well i guess we'll find out i haven't really thought about it too much and, and everyone has said it your partner greg olson someone you know well he does a great job as far as that situation, he's handled it about as well as anybody could with what's been written and what's been reported. He seems to have been maybe the leader in terms of making it less awkward. All we can do and all we've ever done is just go out and have fun and do the games, right? Like we don't control anything else but that. So that's kind of been our mindset the whole time. Go out, have fun, enjoy each other, you know, have a good broadcast, and that's all we control. That's all we can control. So that's really been kind of our thing. Otherwise... You just get wrapped up in, in other stuff, and I don't think it does you any good. Well, Kevin, we appreciate you hopping on. I know it's a busy week. Looking forward to the NFC Championship game this week. Lions and 49ers. got a lot of St. Louis kids on the Lions team, so we've sort of adopted them here in our NFL-less town. So thanks for your time. Keep up the good work. All right, anytime, man. Good talking to you again. Be well.